Hi, welcome to For the Culture Canada. I'm your host, Deepak Batty, and today I have a couple of guys that have been wanting on the show for quite a long time now. You might recognize the name Greyhearts Denim. They've been a really booming and successful denim shop and clothing shop here in Kelowna. Uh, they do all sorts of stuff, not just denim, but streetwear. They do shorts, they do shirts, and uh, they've been making waves collaborating with big brands like Okanagan Lifestyle and so on and so on. And I'm really happy to have these guys on the show. Please give a warm welcome to Sean and Paul. Thanks for joining the show, guys. Thank you. Thank oh, you man. for having us. Thanks for having us for sure, man. Super happy to be here. Hell yeah. I'm glad that you guys are finally a part of this. We've been trying to get this going for so long, but you guys are so busy. I mean, like you guys were just like, not even just running the shop, but also working on a movie. We were, we were indeed. And thank you so much for your patience with us. Like I kept on telling Sean, I'm like, let's make sure Deepak knows like we're not blowing them off. You know, like we, we want to make sure we, we do this because we were excited for it as well. So Thanks for having us again. And um, yeah, we just last week finished coming off this movie. Um, Sean's been in the film industry for quite a few years now in out in Vancouver and kind of took a pause, obviously coming out here in Kelowna and now starting Grey Hearts. And this is kind of our, our baby and all we really do. But there was a really cool opportunity to uh, take on this uh, film out here that was filming in the Okanagan. And um, we got asked or we applied through mutual friends and we're given the job to be a assistant costume design for this film. So, I mean, real quick that how that looks is basically just the A to Z of the entire wardrobe of the film. So, you know, from the dreaming to the vision to the actual storyboarding and then buying and fitting and being on set and then, you know, making sure everything goes smooth. So literally from scratch, you're deciding what everyone looks like in the entire movie and it goes costume design and assistant costume design. And then you have a whole department that you're kind of in charge of with a bunch of people. So to jump in, that was pretty huge for us and we kind of tag team it. So it was really cool to kind of utilize our skill sets and, and all that. And I mean, Sean kind of knows this industry a lot more. I'm just kind of given the insight of like my <laughs> yeah. whole new introduction to this world. And it was a, it was a whirlwind, but, Man, was it? It was cool. Yeah, totally. Totally. And so did you, since you guys were part of the conception of the design and everything like that, did you guys run into any kind of roadblocks of uh, the director maybe saying, oh, this isn't the, <laughs> this isn't what we're looking for? <laughs> uh, I mean, that's, that's the reality of film life. And I yeah. mean, first off, I want to say I, my dude over here killed it. You know what I mean? Jumped in the industry. And I think it's had so many skills that are translatable, right? And it was just able to really just take off. You know what I mean? It was almost seamless for him. So you killed it, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. It's all I appreciate. It was an honor. And second thing is like, yeah, definitely. When like you get into a film like that, um, you had like a crew that was coming up here to the Okanagan, some of them from LA, some of them from Vancouver, some of them locals, you know, meshing together as a new production company. So they were kind of getting their formula together. And then on top of that, you know, definitely with COVID and all that, you had a bunch of, especially for the costume department, you know, from fitting to buying to, because I mean, clothes have to be worn. They have to be tried on. They have to, all this new stuff has affected the industry that we've dealt with, not only as Greyhearts Denim as a retailer, but as in the costume department, you got to keep your actors safe. You got to keep your fellow, like the people under us in the department safe. You know what I mean? So there was a lot of new I guess policies and procedures that were being implemented for the first time. Right. Yeah. Right. Like mm -hmm. this was all new. You know what I mean? The whole industry is learning this new. How do we keep it safe? Right. One right. person gets an outbreak on your crew. 
that could shut down a production. Yeah. And you got to think of millions of dollars put into this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, directors and stuff like, I'm, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep the high road here, but I'm going to just put it <laughs> like this. There was definitely wins and challenges. You know what I mean? Right. We were challenged numerous times. Um, there's expectations that sometimes um, could have, a lot of people could have buckled under them. I'd like to say, I think we, we rose to the occasion every time. We're satisfied with the finished products. We worked within a budget. And we did the unsexy things. You okay. know what I mean? It's like you see, like it's cool dressing, it's cool, all that stuff. But on the back end, what about budgeting? Who's doing, you know, the financials? Who's doing the payroll and the hours and all this? Like this is also stuff that we had to take on that was like new skill set for us. Like we can dress people cool. Sure. Making people look good. That's one thing. But to take the whole department on, you know, like what does wardrobe in a film really entail? Like that was big and that was a learning curve for us. And I mean, I feel like we definitely, yeah, we jumped into the role pretty strong and we definitely had to roll with a lot of punches, but we came out pretty strong and we came out pretty, yeah, yeah, definitely. Hold our head up high. For the whole the whole bit and yeah, I'm good on a break for a little bit. I don't I don't <laughs> I don't need to do another film yeah, for a I'm minute. Good for a second yeah, on yeah. That, I'm, I'm pumped to be back, back in the shop full time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's hilarious. Damn. So, um, I had no idea that the scope of all this also went into payroll and all those other kind of operational yeah. tasks too. Yeah, there's a payroll department, but thing mm-hmm. is, when in your department, I mean, there's a payroll like department actually in production. Yeah. But I think as, as assistant costume designers, we were responsible for our department's payroll and then submitting it. So right, going through right. all the hours, going through how you're going to budget this, budget that, like there's different rates for different positions. And in a small production, we had to get creative a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. And just finances in general from like our receipts to all of our returns, like in film, you know, you don't use all the clothes that you actually buy, you know, so you have to go returning a lot. So it's a lot of Not receipts and account- <laughs> yeah, accountability yeah. and all that realm. So you, you, there's a lot of numbers, a lot of receipts, a lot of, you know, computer, you know, like there, there, there's there's a lot of shit you have to be involved with outside of just it ain't actually sexy. people. It ain't sexy shit. <laughs> totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for, 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 for running your own business, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's the same for us as well. Yeah. You know, like oh sure, it's, yeah, great parallel. We have we yeah. have a lot of parts of the business that are sexy, and those are the things we like to put on our social media. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> yeah. but the early mornings and the late nights that we're here doing all the back end stuff, like that's yeah. the extra stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And but I mean, there's also stuff like this that is really enjoyable for us to be doing as well. And like, there's just so many different aspects of the industry, and it just translates to what we're doing here as well. So it's really cool to utilize our different skill sets in different fields that all kind of fall in the wheelhouse of fashion. Yeah. And that's just making us as a brand, as a company, as a business, as partners, as people, as individuals, it's just making us stronger. So we take that and we're just like, you know, it's just another notch on the belt that we're able to, yeah, add a stripe, right? That's true. So it's pretty cool. That's true. So I want to kind of get into your histories a little bit. Uh, where did you guys grow up and how did you guys get to the place that you're at? Uh, I mean, my first impression of both of you guys is that neither of you seem like you're from Kelowna at all. <laughs> you can, I mean, you uh, there's definitely a sort of like look and style that people rock when they're from here, but you guys don't seem to have that. <laughs> so, yeah. You, know, you want to take that one first, I, I think you're on that one first. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll jump into your love because yeah. I think you, you know our origins pretty well, so I think you should head that up. Okay, I mean... You want me to speak for you too on this one? Sure, yeah. Oh, sure. Love, okay, I'd watch me. Be, be yeah, yeah, okay. Because like, <laughs> first of all, my man over here, like we both grew up in Alberta, right? Um, I was born in Denver, you know, my man was born in Alberta, you know, but I moved at a young age 
And um, we basically, I grew up in Edmonton. He grew up in Medicine Hat. Okay, so we were both in Alberta through high school. Mm. Um, my man, if I get a re- react, you went to school for a little while. Was it criminology or something? Mm-hmm. Boom, look at that. <laughs> How do you know, do you know your partner, dog? Yeah. Mm-hmm. School for criminology. He's killing that, playing soccer. And then this guy, I mean, you understand, he's fourth generation, right? Oh. He's fourth generation, like four generations. Not soccer. Not soccer. <laughs> but I was going to say, for like sewing, tailoring, like all this this guy's in his blood, right? Wow. Right? So this guy's been doing that. And he decided to go to fashion school in Vancouver. Yeah. And that's when I met him. He was in fashion design at Blanche McDonald in Vancouver. And I had moved to Vancouver too. Mm. And I ended up going to fashion. I, I went to for political science at U of A. I started doodling, making my own fashion line. Had a little streetwear line in Edmonton back in the day. Shout out YBR. You know, I know I know some people <laughs> listen that know what that's about. <laughs> and then came up to Vancouver, crossed paths with this dude. Through a mutual friend, we both ended up being in fashion school. And I was actually working at a PR firm, like a fashion PR firm as an intern. Mm. And my first gig, like one of the things we were doing was promoting this fashion show for this fashion school. And my dude was like featured and he was like the headliner of the class. Collection (laughs) killed it. That was your portfolio collection. You know, I still remember that yellow varsity jacket, man. (laughs) Killed it. That was a winner. Yeah, that was a winner, man. So that's how I got to see this guy's work off top. Like, I already knew him through a mutual friend out there. Yeah. And he was killing that. And I remember, like, newspapers were hollering at us, you know what I mean, in Vancouver, the firm. And we're sending stuff out. And I was highlighting this guy's stuff. And people were just blown away by it, right? Right. And after that, we were always, like, we always, like we were just cool on the level. But there was also that other level, professionally. Like, I'm on the marketing. He's on the design side. It's two sides of the coin. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's what Grey Hearts really is, too, right? It's the mm. full coin now. You get a lot of people just one side or the other. Yeah. We, we're on both of them sides. And we always see it in contact. And he moved out to Sweden. And this guy's interning out in Sweden for fashion lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes wow. deep, right? And you come in any time. We'll be speaking for you like this. Oh, and- no, 100%. You got it. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was there for about five years and um, had the opportunity to do an internship out there. It kind of snowballed and turned into a job. And like Sean was saying, this whole time, we kind of stayed connected, like homies just through other homies. But it kind of turned into like more of like a professional mutual respect Mm. of like I was always kind of following what he was doing he was following what I was doing and we just kind of kept in touch and every time I'd be in town or even before I moved to Sweden like we'd hang out but you know we'd be like talking dreaming just little things like you know just that respect level like sometimes you can just jump into a conversation with someone you know and you're just like you're on that deep level immediately you know like everyone else in the room is all party and having fun and you're just sitting there with like a beer that you haven't touched in like half an hour and you're just like deep in a conversation you know yeah that kind of friendship that kind of mutual respect we just had from the beginning yeah. So even though like we didn't grow up like together, we grew up in a very similar, you know, coming from Alberta and then both being in BC almost at the same time, in Vancouver at the same time, and then going to fashion school at the same time, graduating at the same time. You know, we just we were in parallel kind of like worlds throughout. And then things just like we we almost knew that like we just need to know each other. You know, we just need to be connected. Right. And it took years after that. Like we're talking like when I, when I moved to Sweden, that was probably like seven years ago, wow. you know, and I came back a couple of years ago, but that whole time we kind of stayed connected. Mm-hmm. And so I moved back from Sweden. I, you know, my visa ran out. I had to come back. It was time to come home, happy to come home. Um, but when I did, I was kind of just wasn't ready to go back to Vancouver. Um, I, I, I was uh, looking for something different. I uh, wasn't also ready to go back to Alberta. Um, so 
Kelowna kind of seemed like a good thing. My fiance, her her family's out in Lake Country, which is pretty close to Kelowna. Uh, her dad's out in Rock Creek, which is a couple hours away. So it was kind of a good land landing space to, yeah. to be back to and just something that we didn't know either. So we were excited to come back. And when I came back, just a couple of like, you know, little posts here and there on Instagram and immediately Sean reaches out and he's like, yo, bro, you're up, you're in Kelowna? I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, I'm going to be there pretty often. My mom's in Penticton and I just like, you know, I want to come visit and like chat and, you know, little did I know he had kind of ambitions and plans to actually move out to the Okanagan as well. Uh, wow. Just being closer to your family. Um, he had, you know, his, his dog, rest in peace, Lincoln, um, you know, was coming to that age where he was kind of, you know, in his last kind of limbs and, you know, just, just family in general. I know that Sean wanted to be close to them, you know, kind of in this time. Yeah. Um, so, and I mean, I know you don't regret that for being able to be hang out with Lincoln in this, in this last bit, but, but, with that, we started connecting. We were out at like a Sprout coffee shop. Shout out to them. Yeah. But <laughs> one of our favorite coffee, coffee shops. Um, but um, That's the plan. We, yeah, we would, we would connect almost every weekend or every other weekend. We'd meet there and just like start just notebooks and just brainstorming and just saying like, hey, if I'm going to be out here and you're going to be out here. And, you know, in our whole world of fashion, we're like, there's not really too many jobs out here for us. Yeah. We're going to have to make it ourselves. Right. And which is a big dream of Sean's to begin with was to like, you know, stop working for other people and really make it for himself. And I, I was like, I'm like, dude, I can relate. I'm ready. Mm -hmm. You know, I was also, I've been bartending and hustling on the side and just doing a little bit of both working two time, two full-time jobs, like for the past 10 years in fashion and in, and in the designing bar industry. his own stuff and still. He's not even putting all that, all that man. <laughs> and this guy was still designing, making his own stuff, doing this, doing Mm -hmm. Damn, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so a straight we, hustler through and through. Yeah. Straight up both of us, yeah. man. I think so. So we were ready to, if we were gonna hustle, which we're still all about. Yeah, we were ready to do it for ourselves. So that's how this dream started. That's how Greyhearts kind of the vision became reality, and that's where we are now. Kind of like I think we started dreaming that when in like maybe like March last year. So I can tell you like exactly. Yeah, almost like straight up, man. I think, I got it written down <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Yeah, like, like, hang on, I'm pretty sure it was around like March 27th, 2019. <laughs> straight up though, and we started. We remember meeting him at the coffee shop, and you know we started talking and we're pulling out the you know, PowerPoint, start making, okay, boom, boom, boom. We're talking, we're like, okay, what's this idea? We start conceptualizing. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, give him too much of it, but like, yo, our business plan, like, I had to trim that down. That thing was like a Bible, man. That thing was like mm. 125 pages. Wow. That's how much we put together. And we started trimming it, trimming the fat off, trimming yeah. the fat off. So we started planning it last March. And then it was like all through the summer and into the fall and like, by the time I came up here, we started looking for places. Our business plan was so, like, we had zeroed in on it so much. We'd done the market research. We'd done, you know what I mean? So much. And like he said, like, just like him, I'd been in film for years, you know, working in costume departments and stuff. After fashion school, I'd done, you know, wholesale distribution, you know, merchandising, you know, like, writing, social media, digital content, e-com, whatever. And like you said, you know, you're working for other people. Cool, cool. Gone to film. Great. Money's good. You know, hours are crazy. And then it was just like, what's your life after film going to be? Or what's your life after this? And just like Paul, man, I was like, yo, am I even using, utilizing what I've been given? You know what I mean? Like I got all these passions. Like when none of us is getting any younger and we come out here and there was like, you couldn't help but see the gap. Yeah. You couldn't help but see what Kelowna was missing. You know, like. 
we talk to our homies and stuff and it's just like, yo, we go to Vancouver to shop, but we got to shop online or, you, you know, when you have dudes come up to you and they say, yo, I'm sorry, I'm coming looking like this. I just got nowhere else to shop around here. It's like, damn, you start getting a calling, right? Because it's like, what do we need here? And it became so obvious. It's like, all we got to do is create something that people like us need. Mm-hmm. And that makes it real clear. What do we need? And people who are of like mind to us. You yeah. know what I mean? So we really zeroed in on that. And that's why we're able to create a, a unique concept. Yeah. Right? Because we have unique skill set and you put them together. And then you have a clear understanding of who you're doing it for. You know what I mean? Then you can really lock in. Right? Yeah. And we locked in. And we locked in early and we, we took our time at some point. Then all of a sudden it happened real fast. Real fast. Snowballed quick. Yeah. 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 That's what it seems like. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Cause it just sort of, I just remember you guys were opening yeah. and then it just turned into like collaborations here, there and everywhere. You know, you guys are just like all in it a mm. hundred right mm. away. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Which is crazy. Zero to a hundred real quick. But the thing is, how about it like this way? It's like a zero to a hundred. But if you see how long we were winding up. Yeah. Then that velocity would make sense because it'd be like, oh shit. Them motherfuckers were winding up for a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were, it's like you have bow and arrow. I've been pulling that thing back for a while. By yeah. the time I let that arrow go, the velocity and the direction of it, you know what I mean? And that's the way it was. We came out the gate hard like that, but it was only because we'd been powering up. Mm-hmm. And, and, but to us, it's still like, it, you know, it's like, okay, you say it like that. But at the end of the day, we're just, all we see is moving forward and how much there is still to do. It feels like we barely done anything yet. And you realize, mm-hmm. oh man, most of this year went by. And we dealt with pandemic. We dealt with all we, mm-hmm. wow. That's how momentum True. works, right? Yeah. And the crazy thing is, is that in this pandemic, lots of businesses failed, yeah. right? But you guys still kept kicking it, yeah. right? You guys are still doing your thing, which yeah. is quite awesome to, mm. you know, your business savvy and everything mm. like that. Did you guys get any kind of like formal training on how to run a business or anything like that before this? Well, I mean, that's the thing with two sides of the coin here. You know what I mean? Because without, the fashion design side, none of this would be possible. Without the fashion marketing side, none of this would be possible. Yeah. Without having a clear, because one of the big things of our, I would say of our model, but it's just about our way of life and our culture here was about community, doing it for people like ourselves. And like, if it wasn't for all that, we wouldn't have been able to get through this because our community sustained us. Yeah. You know what I mean? We are all one. You know what I mean? Like straight up, like we have homies come through, like, they come buy a shirt just to put money in the till. You know what I mean? The shirt's dope, of course. It's going to look dope. But at the end of the day, their buying motives was support and love. Yeah. You know what I mean? And vice versa. It's, it's all love. And so if... It, I was going to say, I know I know Sean also won't he, won't... he won't dabble and do this as much. But he does have a lot of experience in marketing as well as in consulting. You know, he worked in Vancouver with quite a few different brands. And I don't need to talk about any of them, really. But, like, great brands and great stores that he actually helped build up whether it was their social media whether it was the back end of kind of how they were running their business and like what works what doesn't so i mean in that realm of like direction and logistics of like how to pivot how to adapt how to move i think that really played well with like when this pandemic hit when we had to shut our doors down which turned out to be for like 10 weeks you know like what that looked like it was like okay you know, a couple days of like being like, oh shit, like what do we do? All this. And then it was just like sitting in these same couches that we're in right now mm. and just hanging out with some coffees and being like, yo, what do we do? And then like just like, what did you do, dog? And then like writing down notes yeah, and no, just no, like, no. what did you do, dog? You then, came out with the crazy design. That mask right there, that thing is iconic. I come <laughs> in, this guy's like, I'm like, 
Think about Max. He's like, I was thinking the same thing. I'm sitting there. This guy comes up to me with a prototype. Swear to God. Within 24 hours, this guy comes out with this prototype. Puts it on. What do you think about this, bro? It's from Salvage Denim. This thing is dope with the salvage tabs on it. Surgical style, two-ply. Wow. Nose wire. Look at this thing. It's, it's so, it's iconic now. You know so, that. So it, was, so it was cool. But that, that, kept, that kept us afloat. That was a pivot yeah. move. That, that was, was a pivot. pivot move that we, we, we worked on. Right. You know, and then I was like, okay, this. And then he's like, okay, let's do it. Let's brand it. And then even to this day, we're still making tons of masks, more like utilizing them for like even like the everyday work where, mm-hmm. you know, like the people who need them for their uniform almost and everything. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we've probably made, I'd say over like 1500 masks by this point. Wow. We've probably donated about like four or 500 masks at this point. Yeah. You know? And so like all of that within the past couple, two, three months, you know, like those are the things like just when got we started were, when mm-hmm. we were closed, yeah. when the doors were locked, when it was just us two in here, like that's, that's what kept the lights on, you know, that's yeah, what kept, yeah. that's what kept the bills, you know, being paid, you know? So that was cool to be able to kept our hearts that. easy, yeah, man. Yeah. Cause we were able to help. Now I just remember this guy, me and him sat down. I was like, we just, what can we do to help right now? Yeah. Now, you know, I'm gonna give a shout out to one dude, Jay at Brooklyn clothing. Um, this is in Vancouver. He's one of the dudes I had the honor of working with, man. One thing he always instilled in me, he said, doing what's best, <laughs> Is what's best for business. And it's crazy. It's like, it don't, I know it's like, okay, how does that always work? But I'm going to tell you right now, man, doing what's best, like with your heart, what feels right with you here, I'm telling you, that's best for your business, man. You keep it real. And that's so, that's all we ever had to do is follow our moral compass. Yeah. And our moral compass said, we need to help. People need masks right now. People need this, then. But what can we do? But stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, this is our lane. Yeah. And we had access to material. And yeah. we had the time and we had the facilities. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at that time, remember, it was going crazy. People are hoarding masks. People are buying N95 masks who don't need it. Yep. Frontline workers couldn't get nothing. We had nurses hauling at us from as far as Michigan. Like, imagine that, being a nurse in Michigan and going on IG and finding a denim brand out in Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada, being like, yo, we're so desperate. Can you help us? Wow. Can you help us with masks? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so at that time, we're just like, what can we do? <clears throat> those, those are the do- shh, send them out hundreds. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Because that's all oh, it wasn't all about the money. The thing is, then it was crazy because then the denim masks start popping off. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that was never really a PR move. And yeah. that wasn't really something we, we didn't even, even talk about. I was going to say, up until now, like, we haven't, like, aside from, like, you know, people who ask yeah. and, like, whatever. Or people trying to put us on blast. We're like, we just want to try and make money off this. It's like, no, dog, we just didn't talk about the donations. Yeah, yeah. So, right. So, yeah. so. You know, being charitable and being donation doesn't always. And I mean, maybe, maybe I was talking about it now, <laughs> you know, whatever. But it's like whatever. at the time, we're just gonna like, keep it real. On yeah, culture, we're keeping you know? it real, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 But at the time, like, it's like we did it. We yeah. sent out, you know, a couple hundred masks, you know, because it was the right thing to do. Yeah. And right. then we kept That's our business point. going. Yeah. And then the fact is that we were able to utilize that as a pivotal move for our business to keep it afloat. And we could you know, sleep at night. And we could sleep at night. You and we could I mean? open the doors. And yeah. now and now our doors are open, you know? Yeah. And, and and like you were talking about, a lot of business, unfortunately, yeah. couldn't couldn't see it through. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite bars in New York, like I just found out, like they're they're legendary and they're they're doing unreal things. Just found out they shut their doors yesterday, you know. And it's like man. these are big people that are doing big things. Yeah. And it's like, man, this this pandemic doesn't doesn't have doesn't have sympathy for anyone. You know? mm-hmm. It's like so so nobody's left, you know, to you know, like you gotta you gotta get yours, you know. Yeah, you don't want to get twisted at all too. Like I said, I'm not coming off like, oh, you know, like 
they didn't do what was right, so they closed. And even like that, the thing is, it's like business models and concepts. And unfortunately, there were so many great businesses and people whose model, like how would you predict a pandemic? The only reason why we were in a position, because we had to come in the game with a lean operation. That was yeah. the only way we could open the doors and do everything what we wanted to do. Right. Is because we had to operate lean to get started. So the thing is, when this shit hit the fan, it's like, yo, you got to operate lean. We're like, cool, what's new? Yeah, like we've much. been operating lean. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so for us, that didn't change. Right. But it was like we had to think outside the box in other ways. But for us, it wasn't like we didn't have to worry about a big payroll mm-hmm. and a bunch of employees to take because it's just me and him. Right. You know what I mean? So it was just the fundamental nature of our business model and where we were in our evolution at that time that allowed us to persevere in the way that we did. Yeah. You know what I mean? No judgment on nobody else. Because like I said, there's so many great businesses. Didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's a bunch of great people. And you know what I mean? For them, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why we do what we do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, man, how can we help? Yeah, of course. Right? Of course. And in my opinion, I think that the real uh, the real humility here isn't that you didn't show off that you guys donated a whole bunch of masks or did this or did that. Because, you know, humility is what's really important when it comes to making donations if you're trying not to have a make it look like a PR stunt, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Don't yeah. be a cornball trying to pander to the to your audience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if you got to take some flack for it, you know, we just hollered at people on the side. It's like, hey, sorry if it looked like this. Mm-hmm. This is what's really going on. Mm-hmm. We just didn't want to make this a PR move. And people were real cool about it. You know, and I didn't wasn't even mad at them. It's like, yeah, there are people being corny trying to utilize this to make money off of. Mm-hmm. And so when someone feels some type of way and they're calling out businesses, I get it. You're frustrated. People picking profits over people. Sure. Yeah. You know what course. I mean? Why wouldn't you be frustrated and you want to voice your opinion? Cool. Holler at us and we're going to talk to you like a person. We'd rather yeah. take it on the side. You yeah. Know? We take it on the side. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It's not like you guys are Jeff Bezos making how many billions while all these people are getting laid off. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. 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 So, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Far from that. <laughs> Far yeah. from that. Yeah. Shout out Amazon fashion. <laughs> Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. I just so, heard about that today. Man, no, Amazon, they're making some big moves. Shout Apparently, out, Shout out the mayor. The mayor's in town, yeah, by the way. Up, yeah. <laughs> shout out Pavel over here, bringing out some liquid courage for us. Oh, snapping that, <laughs> snapping that rosé. What's that? What's that, Matias? It's a little rosé. Oh, yeah, anyways, you can Google this shit, but Amazon is now coming out with a fashion brand. What? It's called Amazon Fashion. Okay. So that should tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. You it's nothing, a big, yeah. That, that's yeah. all you need to know. You're like, yeah. yeah. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I'm good. Yeah. So Amazon fashion coming to you 2021. <laughs> oh, God. Recession proof over there, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is all but a Bezos scam, man. Totally. How come in the conspiracy theories, no one says that, man? Are no. you serious? This guy, Amazon took over the world right now. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I just don't think that normalcy, the way that we saw it, like, you know, eight months ago is going to be the thing eight months from now. You know what I mean? It already oh. isn't, yeah. It's oh. going to be insane. Like, you know, I just feel like everything's just going to get weirder and weirder as time goes on. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, new norms aren't going to be even normal anymore. Like, it's just like... It's, new it's, normal's the normal. That yeah. There's always a new normal. There's always yeah, a new yeah, normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's going to yeah. keep shifting. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah. But that's shame on us almost in some sense. And I don't mean to be that dude, but shame on us in a bit for getting so comfortable. Like, we've had other generations that have dealt with so much worldwide. And I think it's like, 
the last few generations, you know what I mean? It's like we got comfy. We never seen like a world war. We never True. seen all these things. So it's kind of like, yo, yo, yo. And when this stuff hits the fan, people's wigs are blown. Yeah. But like you got people that are 89 years old, like, dude. They're not like, even stressed. Yeah, like I, I saw the I saw the you know the pandemic in 1917, World War One, World War Two. You got people who survived all that stuff and they survived this stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or maybe didn't, you know what I mean? But yeah. point being to them, it's just like Man, a lot of us got real kind of yeah. a false sense of security about the way the world's supposed to be, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And this ain't fair and this ain't right. It's like, well. And it goes to show you we still have a lot to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. You think about there what other go. people have gone through in other generations. Yeah. yeah. Like we're all still eating. We're all still sleeping. Mm -hmm. You know, I go to bed at night pretty peacefully, you know? Yeah. And I can say a lot of us probably do. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's a lot to be thankful for. There's a lot of trials and tribulations out there, of mm -hmm. course. Yeah. yeah. But man, I'm happy to be where we're at. It's life yeah. in the physical form, man. Yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> like, uh, you know, we're, we're quite blessed to be living in this space, in this environment, right? 100%. You could still go to the beach. Mm -hmm. You know, you could still, you know, go on a boat. Yeah. Get, go on some dates and stuff yeah. like that here. Yeah. Uh, we're in a really, really privileged spot right now. And you can only, Absolutely. the only thing you could do is just be yeah. grateful for it. Totally. Yeah. Gratitude. Yeah. Gratitude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what the, one major. of the biggest lessons should have been this last year of people. Mm -hmm. Gratitude, man. Yeah. Like, straight up. I got some toilet paper. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great for it. <laughs> yeah. True, got some hand sandy. I'm good, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, on the real though, gratitude, right? Mm -hmm. And you've seen how much there's a lot of those people dealing with a lot more than us right now. Mm -hmm. How can you help? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, absolutely. And I noticed that you guys were, of course, helping during the whole Black Lives Matter thing when it was like really, really like on the forefront of everything after yeah. George. Still Ford. should be. Yeah, it still know? should be. Of course, oh, man. Show. We had the whole Jacob Blake shooting oh, just a man. couple of days ago and everything. Jeez. Totally tragic and uncalled for. Yeah. Um, and uh, you guys decided to uh, make socks uh, and donate all the profits to uh, Black Lives Matter movements and things like yeah, that, Campaign right? Zero. Yeah, man. We send yeah, it yeah. to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A couple things with that, and I mean, that could be a whole nother podcast, yeah, yeah, you know? That's, but, a, that's a deep one too yeah, to us. Yeah, sure, yeah. That happened but, right at the but, same time. But I mean, you know, well, I mean, Sean, African-American, you know, mm -hmm. this this hits close to home. Sean's mm -hmm. like an American citizen, Canadian mm -hmm. dual citizenship, mm -hmm. you know? But like, he's got a lot of family out in America, you know, mm -hmm. and to say the shit isn't real here in Canada mm -hmm. is also, you know, is 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 small thinking as well. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot to be said there. But on our front, you know, there's a lot to be said as an individual and there's a lot to be said as a business. Yeah. So I think that's two different things. Yeah. And I mean, like you said even earlier, no judgment for mm -hmm. people who stand on any side of like, you know, how you're way of expressing or platform of, you know, like what you want to, you know, put out there in the world when it comes to Black Lives Matter. Just don't Matter. put out the hate. Well, there's, yeah, there's definitely one, there's definitely a yeah. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. There's we don't judge a, on yeah. nobody, just don't do the hate, man. We don't, yeah. judge, we don't judge on anyone who's on our side of the fence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, then, then that's not even a judge. That's just yeah. a fact game. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. you know, our way as a business, how we wanted to portray ourselves and how we wanted to put ourselves out there. I think we were very careful in our steps. And I mean, there was a lot of people going out, you know, there was, there was very, there was a lot of things happening very quick. You know, we could say a bunch of examples and they don't even need to be said about like, you know, 
if you're not doing this, you're not caring about Black Lives Matter. If you're not doing this, yeah. you're not doing that. If you're not protest, if you're not, you know, like all these like little things, is like the black screen up, you know, dog. it's like a bunch of yeah, a bunch of these little things that it's like if you didn't do this, you weren't caring or you weren't whatever. And it's just like I think a lot of people need to take a step back and realize there's implications to every action. Yeah, this ain't Man Crush Monday. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Or yeah. Women it, Crush Wednesday. It's not. Tre- you didn't put it up on yeah. Thursday. It's not trending. Yeah. You know. Come on. Man. This isn't yeah. trending. You know. Yeah. And 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 for some of us, it's a lot more serious than yeah. others. You know. And so for us, we just wanted to be very diligent and very smart about how we move forward in it. And so for us, it wasn't about as a business putting up, blasting a bunch of posts. It wasn't about telling people exactly how to react or what they should be doing. And I mean, even on a personal level, I like to speak a lot more with my actions. I like to speak a lot more sometimes by not the words I say. Um, And I think in a world that's so fast food, so microwave, you know, we need everything in two minutes and we need to react to everything. You don't have enough people responding and thinking. And so for us, they're, Our they're big thing, yeah, well, wearing, man's wearing them the right, socks now, right now, <laughs> the Black Lives Matter socks. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember, I remember Sean was really emotional about the whole thing one night, and it really triggered I'm me. About to just talk on that, yeah, hit that, buddy. Yeah. It really triggered me, because yeah. because I really felt like where he was coming from, and it was somewhere where, like, I mean, I'm a colored individual as well, yeah. but even on a different level. I was like, man, I can't even feel what Sean's feeling right now. And I know that he can't feel what some other people are feeling right now. You know, it, there's so many levels to this shit yeah. where it's just like, I'm like, man, what can I do? I'm like, there's not even any enough words that I could say to my bro, to my business partner, to one of my best friends. There's not even enough words that I could personally say to him to make it okay or to make it but right. you know what? There were. He figured out exactly what to say. And when mm. he keeps talking, I'm going to tell you what he said. So I, so <laughs> for me, I, I wanted to speak with my actions. And I think, that, I think that translated to our business as well. But we decided to do Black Lives Matter okay, socks. Okay, bro. I'm gonna, oh, I got to jump you wanna in You want to jump in? I got to jump in. Because he's not giving Because this is one thing. I'm not going to lie. He hit it on the head. And I remember sitting in my car. And I was real. I was mad. I was everything. I'm sitting there. And it was a Sunday. I'm sitting in my car. And I'm looking, and there's like clouds and everything. And Floyd had just got shot, man. And you know, things were starting to hit the fan. It was like the night before, you know, I was like next day type deal. Like this is just fucked up. And um, I remember I'm talking to Paul and fucking Paul calls me, and I'm not even gonna lie, man. I swear to God, the clouds moved, dog, and like the sun came out. And this guy says to me, he's like, I got an idea. And that's when he's like, you know what we need to do? He's like, he drops the idea. He's like, we need to do something, but let's speak with our, and let's do what we do. And we're like, yo, we start chopping it up. And this guy's right. And I'm like, yo, man, like, yeah, we can't get out of ourselves. What do we do? We do, we do clothes and we do fashion. We stay so in our lane. We stay in our lane. That's right. And we ride our lane and we, and we use our lane. We use our platform. You know what I mean? We don't engage in stupid Instagram games. We're not, that's not what we do. Other lanes that we're not educated not in. Yeah, yeah. If someone's lane is Instagram games, go in your lane, man. Roll it till the wheels fall off. Cool. That's not our lane. And so we figured out, I was like, okay, let's do something so we can put our money to these places. Because mm-hmm. that's what's needed. Look at right now how many people still need for bail funds. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For protesters who've been arrested. And all stuff for, for us marching for what's right. They needed money. So what did we do? We, we went and researched what charities needed money. Campaign Zero came up to us, you know, and them funding changes through actually community programs. 
you know, like people talk about defund the police and stuff. Like, and I'm not going to get into political statements, but what is like important is how do you enact the change? Mm-hmm. It's great to be like, we need change. We need change. Okay. But how do you enact the change? Right. You know what I mean? Where do you put those funds? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't want to put them in the police. Where are you going to put them then? So let's get that process straight. Yeah. And so campaign zero really resonated with us. And so Paul's idea, let's redesign and do a sock for Black Lives Matter. Boom. That night, we're sitting there, mock-ups, getting that done, because we need to get that out immediately. Yeah. Because we had to get these produced. Yeah. This is a sock that we just did for our own brand. Yes. We did Greyheart socks, and that was a big deal for us. We were excited because it was our first like branded thing. Yeah. And people were very receptive to it. And we sold so many so fast, and people were pumped on it. Turned out it was actually a really good sock. You can order them <laughs> online at info. <laughs> no, just like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, But with that being said, we're like, well, let's do this that we already did just so well. You know, mm-hmm. Let's just do that. We know we do it well. Let's turn that around. Let's make the sock black. Let's put Black Lives Matter instead of our logo, instead of Greyheart's denim. Let's write Black Lives Matter on it. And then let's just put every single penny that we get out of it and donate it to Campaign Zero. And, and instead of waiting for all that money to come in, we just bought them, took all the money, yeah. and we just wrote a check and sent it over. And then so as that money came, it was already, people could already like, no, no, their that money was donated. The money was Perfect. there. waiting for it. Because they Perfect. didn't need, they, yeah. you know. You know, the luxury of time yeah. on this. Yeah, yeah. action, action now, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like, so So that was really cool. And people in Kelowna, in Canada, in the States, oh. a lot of people that like, you know, were just already like on us and had our back with so many things. We're just like, boom, bottom so fast. We sold out so quick. We ended up having like a little secret stash just in store yeah. and people would just come by and ask and we'd be like, yeah, maybe we got an extra pair kicked around, but people just wanted to support mm-hmm. not only us, but especially yes. this cause. How can they right. help? Um, right. So yeah. it was a great way, a very tangible way for mm. people to like, you know, it does. it's not as easy for some people maybe to just like go online and be like, yo, I'll go, I'm going to donate $30. I'm going to donate $50 to this thing. That's not as common as someone saying like, you know, and I understand that as someone saying like, I want to buy this. Yeah. You know? And so not only do they buy something that they get to keep, not only is it a tangible expression of protest as well as, you know, action, but it's also helping a local business. It's also helping a charity. It's also, you know, yeah. protesting every time you wear the sock with your shorts on, you know, or a little little cuffed up or cut off jean, you know, yeah. which is in trend and style. <laughs> Come to Greyheart's Denim to find your cut off jeans. <laughs> or get them um, cut off. <laughs> yeah, or get them cut off. Um, but yeah, so that was a really, really, really cool thing. And that, that, that's, that's kind of what we was our taken direction on black lives matter right i thought that was a really smart way to do it too because the thing about it is that um there's a growing black community within Kelowna, but it's Mm -hmm. it's a majority white uh population here and a lot of people don't really know how they can uh enact any sort of change or make any sort of positive move on what's going on. So I think this is kind of like a win-win supporting local, which Kelowna people love to do. And uh, yeah, you're right. The whole tangible thing with the sock. Great idea. I thought that was really well done. There's people who who bought socks of us and then were just like, just donate the socks too. Mm. You know what I mean? Send it to a shelter. Send it to like, we actually were, is actually um, the assistance league out in Houston sent out a bunch of socks to them where George Floyd was from. Mm. And so it was amazing. We worked with a couple of charities that were just super, man, like facilitated us donating, you know, just whether it was socks, whether it was money, 
it was it's just really cool like once yeah. you get involved with something it's yeah. really cool to see where people's hearts yeah. are at see you know? where yeah. it goes yeah. and yeah. see yeah. the people affected by it and just man there's so many quality people out there who aren't being seen they're not trending on social media they're behind the scenes just doing the real carrying the real boats you know right. what i mean mm-hmm. and and the fact that we could help them lift the boats at all you yeah. know that that's you don't see that stuff on the sideline yeah, yeah. you know you have to jump in yeah. mm-hmm. but that being the question is like What's your lane? And yeah. How do you jump in? How do you jump in effectively? You know? Right. Yeah. Right. Well, the thing is, how do you how do you uh, stay in your lane but keep on adapting so that you're always fresh? But you then you know what though, your lane has to be one of flexibility. Right. Like that has to be part of your lane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Staying in your lane doesn't mean being rigid though. It's almost a rigid concept. You're like I'm staying in my lane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well then just make sure your lane's a flexible one. Yeah, right. the thing is, I mean, a lane is usually, you're talking about like a road or like something like that. And it's like, you know, the you, if you just keep going straight in one lane, like you're going to end up like, you know, you're going to have to take a left or right turn. You're going to have to merge. You're going to have to move. You're going to have to shift at some point, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's like driving. It's You're not just going straight. Like, you're going to have to move. But you, you, you're staying, you're still staying in your lane. And if you're going to move lanes... Just make sure you fucking signal. <laughs> yeah. Which Kelowna yeah. is not that great at, by the way. <laughs> terrible emerging. Terrible at signaling. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it's a secret that the drivers here suck. <laughs> oh, man. It's just a common courtesy to signal your intention. Yeah. That's a, that's a you know, and the law. Communication. Yeah. Communication's key, whether you're driving or just talking. Just living, you, know, yeah. you put everything that you, that you want to say, like, in such a deep way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's man. like a, you're a philosopher, you're a designer. Renaissance man over here. My man, I call him Do It All Paul. There That's you go. a Renaissance right there, man. Call me on a good day. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, what do you guys think of what was your first impressions of of like say the Kelowna fashion scene when you guys landed here, by the way? What was our impressions? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What were your impressions? Oh, actually we have, I mean, <sighs> That's a tough topic. <laughs> I mean, how about this how real do we want to get? Yeah, okay, so we'll be honest with you. We'll be straight up with you. Okay. We came here. Mm-hmm. We could see certain categories were taken care of, right? Women's, much more. Big box men. So when I say big box, I'm talking things like Mark's Work Warehouse. I'm big box vendors. companies. Big box companies, right? Sure, sure, yeah. That element was taken care of to a certain extent. But when you're looking at, obviously, men's fashion denim wear alterations and repairs but i mean i'm not talking about the generic go to the mall or whatever but we're talking about actually you know bringing in with fashionable progression of fashion or where where other people are at you know in the world right now you know and we're not trying to be some fashion mecca you know we're never going to expect cologne to be a fashion mecca but at the same time there was a lot of lack you know there was a lot of missed potential and there was a lot of like comfortableness and just well just being comfortable yeah. or convenience yeah. or just, you know, maybe even just like boat life, you know, lifestyle of just maybe summertime. Not giving a fuck. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think yeah, that's totally. the best way to put summertime, it. Man. Just flip flops and board shorts yeah, yeah. and just yeah. like, you know, not really trying too much harder past that. It's cool. Don't be a try hard. Yeah. yeah. Don't be and, a try hard. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying that. No, but, but there's, and, and since opening, We've had a lot of people like gentlemen and their wives mm-hmm. and just like they're and they're pretty honest with us and they'll be like, you know what? I've just never really had to try or I've just never really wanted to. Yeah. I remember one of the first gentlemen that came in here and we put him in a pair of black 
all black scotch and sodas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that guy? Uh, yeah, and he yeah. just, he he came in and he just like, he's like, yeah, I think I just want a new pair of jeans. And they were just this, like sweet couple oh, he's hanging out. Shirt and, we put it- and then he put it on a shirt that he just never thought he yeah. was, it was that sweater, wasn't it? Yes. It was that sweater. Yes, he yeah, thought yeah, that, that he would never sweater. wear it. Yeah. And he's vintage sweater, really cool. I think it was like old Hugo Boss or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. put it on and he just like felt cool in it. He's like, but I think I would wear this. Wearing. But the jeans he was wearing were just, just like, it. they were just like oh. a classic pair Sorry, of Sorry, if you hear us, you know it's true. Yeah. We, we were on the same page on that one. It was <laughs> just like, yeah. So he just yeah. like, the jeans weren't working. Yeah, and, yeah. and his wife was the one to say it. She's like, I love, I love the sweater, but I just don't think the jeans like, doesn't work with it and so we pull out a pair of jeans we're like why don't you just try i mean it was a good like upselling point too but (laughs) why don't you just try these jeans on with the sweater with the sweater so you can kind of see like what it might look like you know what it you know because it is a great sweater on you so he puts them on he's like guys i've i've never felt like this before and he's just walk suddenly he's walking around like just like his his shoulders a little bit a little bit wider yeah his head's a little bit taller smiling his wife's got these like beautiful little like like, on instagram that shimmer in her eyes and she was just like you know he just looked taller he looked bigger he looked more confident and he's like guys i've never felt like this and she was like you've never looked like this wow just like you know and he's like and he didn't want he didn't take them off we snapped off the little tag you know and he went on way and you know like since then he posted a couple days later and he's like thanks boys all this but like like that was a couple days into opening the opening the store and we were just like looking at each other we're like this is what we're talking about you know it's not like there's like we're not talking about like again no judgment you know we weren't talking about like oh cologne is like dressed all shitty and like you know Mm -hmm. all this we're just like we have something to offer i think yeah Yeah. like you know like we we have not only a taste you know an eye for 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 fashion and style Mm -hmm. different things we have an education in it yeah you know we have a marketing and design background specifically in fashion you know it's not like we're just coming here guessing or playing Uh, like a sound being like we want to like be like yeah this sounds cool let's open in a shop it's like this is literally our field this is what we do like we we paid to go to school to do exactly this yeah and and we already were doing it beforehand and and we're doing it we need to go to school and and, like pick a career it's like no no let's keep going and we fell into Kelowna for a reason you know it wasn't like we came to Kelowna being like we're going to Kelowna we're going to go change the game we both came here on our own different reasons for like why on own volition yeah why we needed to be in Kelowna so already we we were gonna be here we had love for Kelowna we were excited to be here but we're like if we're gonna be here we we have something to offer let's just not kick back and like go find a job that like you know we're gonna follow like let's do what we were meant to do yeah so in coming here doing that that little story about that guy you know it's like it all came really quickly to fruition we're just like this is it this is what's up yeah so sure it's not like Kelowna's very poorly dressed in the men's yeah. department. That's not what we're right. trying to say. All we're saying is we definitely have something to offer and we're yeah. here to we're here to make an impact. Yeah, let me, for yeah. sure. Let me add to that. And I think one thing he says is perfect. And I think the thing is that when we say, yeah, if you're a gentleman and your choice is either not giving a fuck or driving to Vancouver to go shop, like go drive four some hours and then go find a store there and go do it. I wouldn't give a fuck either. Like you think I want to go drive across the province to <laughs> another buy, city go to buy go a button up shirt yeah. yeah or you order online from some place and it comes to you and it's not the shit that it said it was in the picture and now you're jaded and you don't trust it and it doesn't fit good yeah i don't blame those gentlemen mm-hmm. because what kind of consumer and if you're going to get to it what kind of consumer is going to sit here and be like okay i'm gonna go do all that if fashion ain't their life or they got kids or they got man they got responsibilities yeah you know what i mean and that's what it means to Bring it to the city because once it's here, they're like, shit, I got time to roll by the shop. 
once a week or once a month. That's different than trying to find time where they can go buy a hotel for the night, whatever, and go shopping. Like, how much is that? couple of jeans or something going to cost them now. No one's doing that. No one's yeah. doing But things, people actually were. You know what I mean? We're talking they, were saying, they were saying, I don't buy clothes until I go to, go to Vancouver. Like, you know, think about that. Yeah. Right? Or like, I shop at Winners yeah. or I let my wife buy me something online. Yes. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, Do you know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? So and it's so, like, those weren't good options. Those weren't viable <laughs> yeah. options. Like, if you're looking at a, yeah. if you're looking at a business, you know, like, marketing kind of research and you're like, when you, because we did the marketing research and we like interviewed like a hundred men in Kelowna and like you know more than that, but like trying to figure out like where do you shop was the biggest question. You know, a bunch of different questions and why. And the answer was nowhere, <laughs> Vancouver, online winners. No you know? selection. And so for yeah. us, that wasn't a good answer. Yeah. Like all four of those answers <laughs> you know were not good ones. I'm not gonna be honest with you. Real talk. It was a good answer too because we're like it was a good response. That for means us. there's a yeah, big yeah. board right there for us to go do something. It was a great shit, opportunity. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, what yeah, we yeah. wanted to hear. It's what we expected but it to hear. Also hurt our heart. But oh it's, yeah, but it's not a good answer for the fashion community yeah. in a city. Yeah. 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 So it wasn't the right answer yeah. for a fashion. Like that shouldn't be the answer. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. For for anywhere that has even a hundred k plus population. When you're putting a oh, business yeah. plan together and you say, "Yo, look at this." And you circle that with red mark and you go, wow, isn't there, isn't that an opening for us? Yeah. Man. That definitely helped yeah. us with our business plan. Literally, uh -huh. literally a bullseye that you just went yeah, straight yeah, yeah. for. Let's totally. go do it. Yeah. There's yeah. no call. And that's when one thing we came in here, like, and I mean, that should be, okay, now I'm preaching a little bit, but I say the mentality, there shouldn't be no competition, mm -hmm. but we really didn't see any competition. Mm -hmm. But still, even in like, there's so many ways to brand together and you talk about the collaborations. Yeah. That's one thing that's been big to us. Like, there's no way... We don't need to cast them as competition. I bet you there's a way we can work with them. Yeah. And when we brand totally. together, we're stronger as a community. Yeah. And as a city, as a downtown, as a block, as a country. And don't get and, me wrong. Yeah. There there are little pockets of people doing menswear or men's and women's wear that are very respectable around this town. Yeah, 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 you know? Yeah. And, the, and, the, and the thing is that those are great places to shop at as well. We're just doing something different. Yeah. We're yeah. just trying to bring something Shout different to the table. All them. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. There, there's there's mm -hmm. people that like came before us and also mm -hmm. thought the same thing we thought, you know? And also the man thought, over here had a shop too, man. Yeah. There were some people that were just ahead of their time too. Yeah. yeah. Right? So there's people, there's yeah. people that are doing it, people that have done it, yeah. and people that had the same vision and same thought process as us, being like, there's not enough happening in this town yeah, yeah. for men or even for women and you know, in they fashion. They saw the void. And they saw the void and tapped into it. Mm -hmm. And again, like, you know pay homage to those people as well because they're killing it as well we're just another one we're just doing it our way that's finding our version yeah. our way yeah. to help another certain demographic and we're kind of finding our pocket and our people and our whole thing and you know and that's been fun to kind of explore and figure what figure out what that what that looks and grow like. with them man mm -hmm. yeah grow with them yeah. yeah, I'm super excited to see where you guys go with all of this because there's Thanks. so much potential here. And uh, for me, I've always been frustrated with sort of what was available here. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I'd buy a lot of my shit just online. Yeah. Uh, pretty much everything is bought online. I don't go to the mall when I look for clothing. Yeah. So this is really great. I just literally bought some Levi's from you guys just like last week. I remember <laughs> that, man. Straight up. <laughs> so look premium fly red tab. Too. We only carry yeah. that premium red tab or that vintage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, a, yeah, good, that's yeah. a good pair of jeans too. Nice. Yeah, huh. felt, felt, it felt great. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think we should get into the fan questions oh, that we okay, had. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So the first one that I had was from Kristen. Uh, she says, Paul, will you be tough enough to get the stick and poke that you've been talking about? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Shout out young Shrub. <laughs> young Shrub. 
Uh, 100%. I'm, I'm here. I mean, you're across the country now. She, she moved all the way to, I don't know where in Ontario, but she's not even around anymore. So if she has, if she has the guts to come all the way back, I'll definitely have the guts to get the, get the tat. What was the tat that you wanted? Oh, there was, we, we, we threw a couple options around, but it was just like, I kept bugging her. I'm like, she's kept t- talking about her little, uh, her little <laughs> stick and pokes. And I was like, I'd love to get one. And she's like, anytime, anytime. And then never happened. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's we'll funny. That. I'll leave it in her. Yeah, leave leave the, the ball, ball in her court. court. Yeah. yeah there you go. The ball over yeah. that court. I'm mm-hmm. down to get one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> she does a good job, actually. I was looking at her work the other day and like, no. It's impressive. Good. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, know. It looks really clean. Yeah. You know, some stick and pokes look like a total mess. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I've been no. watching too much Ink Masters she, she, lately, yeah. man. She was, she was part of the You Have Been It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. real harsh critic. I don't know about the perspective yeah. on Shout that. Shout out dog. to Krista for sure. She was part of the part of the crew right off the get-go. She yeah. was always uh, coming, strolling by, and just having cool ideas and just kind of being inspired and thing. inspiring us. And yeah, yeah so she was, uh, you know, as, as much as she's not, not around anymore. She's still the homie, son. She's still a homie, so yeah. shout out across the country. Yeah, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, and then we also have a question from Julian. What does the future look like for fashion scene in Kelowna? Ooh, it's a good question com- considering we we're just talking about like, you know, the origins are like, you know, what Kelowna fashion scene looks like now. So yeah. very appropriate question to to kind of be fluid with the conversation. Well, um, here, I'll, I'll give my little whack at it. Mm-hmm. I love do to it, do it. fashion forecasting was one of my favorite classes, dog. There it is. Um, let me put it this way. I think, you know, Obviously, as you continue to integrate like e-commerce and commerce, you know, the digital experience, especially with COVID forcing so many brands and retailers to go online, which is a bit of a leveling of the playing field in a certain sense because the platform's there. Yeah. I think you're going to see Kelowna obviously come more and more in line, right? Because they're going to have access to the same stuff or the lack of access that other centers are. Like think about a store in New York. No one could shop there. They're going to go online. Who's to say a kid in Kelowna online looking for whatever isn't going to see that shop as soon as some kid in, you know what I mean? You name the spot yeah. X, Y, or Z, right? Yeah. I think also, though, you have this whole, I mean, obviously the upcycle and reworking and for us kind of seeing the the younger generations already in Kelowna, them coming yeah. through, us messing with them a bit, seeing what they're doing. You know, you definitely have the rework vibe real heavy out here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is cool. And it's starting, you know what I mean? It's taking root, as he said, what's the future of it, right? Yeah. I can see more and more a support of, you know, local brands, reworking of brands, um, vintage clothing here, and then really this, you know, incorporating it into your own style, you know, and this this personal expression. And so I think you're going to really see a leveling out, not just in Kelowna, but you could say nationally, internationally. And there's so much access to everywhere now. Mm-hmm. And it takes us all having access to the internet now to almost be viable and sustainable as a brand that, what what is the limit? You know what I mean? Yeah. They're only going to play catch up. They're going to catch up and they're going to close the gap on major centers. Yeah. 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 I think I think that is a good question as well. And like in, in my the way I see it, um, I always look at it from like a young perspective, you know, like where's the fashion going in Kelowna? And I think a lot of that has to do with the younger generation because I think they'd lead that kind of world. 100%. You know, we're all like, you know, we're at the point where we're smart enough that we're keeping our eyes on it. Yeah. But like we're, we're not, <laughs> yeah. we're not at the point like that, you know, these young creative kids are, you know, we have a creative mind talking about us as like a business stuff, but 
but we're creative and smart enough to know that there's other people that like have these, you know, they've, we've been there, done that and they, they're sick of it. And they're like onto the next and doing these cool things. So like Julian actually being one of these young guys, the guy who asked the question. Or I hope it's know, the same Julian. <laughs> yeah. Von Torin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gotta be. Yeah. It's yeah. gotta be JB. Well, only, only, only JB knows to ask that question. Yeah. Um, but knowing him, like he's he's a young guy in the fashion world, and he's always coming out with these great ideas, mm. inspiring to even us. And he spent a lot of time in the shop helping us, even like break down denim and like get into the projects and building bucket hats and doing aprons. And yeah, he helped us break but, down a bunch of denim for masks too. Totally, a bunch oh, of stuff. Wow. So he, he was he was in it with us, like you know, like when the doors were closed, when no one was in here, mm-hmm. COVID, young you gun. know, prime time. Mm-hmm. He was in here helping us, just getting in the ground. Ryan, um, in, you know, sewing on my machine. And I wouldn't trust that many people on my machine. And I trusted Julian to actually work on it. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah. So he's someone who actually like gets that fashion forward progression element. And he's someone that, uh, we're really thankful in our Kelowna community because he's inspiring in that way. Yeah. He's actually like pushing the boundaries and doing fun things, reworking, upcycling stuff that we've been talking about. And he was already doing it in his basement. There is a prediction, man. The future of Kelowna is going to include some JB in it. Yes. There you go. There's going to have some JB gear in that, man. (laughs) I see that in the future of Kelowna. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What I really like about JB stuff, though, is that it's not trendy at all. But the thing is, is that's what makes it trendy, though. Yeah, exactly. But it's not trendy. It's, um, he's what we call, you know, an early adopter, but he's ahead of the wave, too. The early adopters will look to what he's doing. It's not quite trendy yet. Yeah. But the vibe is catching. Yeah, Cologne is going to catch up. And that's yeah. where there's be definitely a vibe. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And and that's the thing. I think a lot of especially these young guns are really learning and us as a generation as a so, whole well, to help. we're all learning too yeah. is that you know we're steering away from a lot of these kind of like, you know, mainstream big brand fast or fashion. easy fast yeah. fashion kind of trends. You know, they're going back to this like very like, you know, what can we work with what we have kind of thing. And I even like a good analogy is like thinking about like, you know, Michelin star restaurants, which is a very big thing in the world. You know, these like, you know, three star restaurants that are like killing it. But now you're getting into this big thing where it's like you have these Michelin star restaurants that are doing like these food trucks and are doing these mm-hmm. like street side things in like, you know, whatever part of Asia, you know, like they're just like, they're like getting back to the roots of like, working with what you got and like working with actual actual products Mm -hmm. operating lean not just about like building this huge empire and being like michelin star every year it's like how do we actually make the food amazing and do we need all the rest of that shit like do Mm -hmm. we need all the rest of like this big building with the shiny you know door and you know like the 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 fancy menus and blah 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 or do we just need to fucking kill one good thing and crush it mm-hmm. and do good food and sell it and people will recognize still because people now appreciate the food and don't need all the rest of the shit. Yeah. They're actually getting back to the cuisine, the actual like origins of it. And I think that's happening in fashion as well. Yeah. It's like you have exactly. these big brands yep. that were big brands that were putting shiny shit and stuff and charging X amount of whatever because it had this stitching and this label. When people are like, actually, I can kind of do that without all that embellishments with all this and whatever like cool embellishments cool bedazzle can be you know like there's a time and a place for everything but it doesn't need to be all that in a bag of chips you know like you could actually just do it and there's other brands and other people and other people that are just like taking their shit and reworking it and making it dope again and it's like you don't need you can skip all the rest of it you know you can just get back to the roots of like what's actually dope what it is what's actually cool it's like big in a Big brands want to act like they're small now. 
Yeah. Because that's really the relatability. Oh, And yeah. it's like small brands look big, big brands want to look small. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, now big brands want to sell on IG. Now big brands want to do pop-up shops. Now big brands, they want to operate lean, essentially. They you know what I mean? They want that human element yeah, to it. They don't, totally. Looking gaudy don't help no more. No. You know what I mean? No. Being big and noise is actually a hindrance now. Look how many people, like we talked about, we want to come full circle to the pandemic. Yep. How many of them big businesses... You can now you see how many of them were floating on debts or floating on sh- shutdown. Yeah. Now what do they want to do? They want to operate lean because that's how they're going to get by. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because now the small guys, we we've been having to do that because that's how we got by. Yeah. But it will not that look cool now mm-hmm. to operate lean. No, you know some of us it was essential. Now it's essential to some of the big boys too, right? And yep. once again, it's the leveling of the playing field. And it's like he said, all of a sudden you look at restaurants going to a pop up shop. All of a sudden, the bigger trying, I mean, going to like a food truck or mm. something. Now, all of a sudden, the bigger trying to look small. Big yeah. breweries yeah. are now trying to be craft breweries. Yes, right? yeah, exactly. Like, right. yeah. Exactly. And that's the trend all over, right? Because, like you said, the human element, mm-hmm. it's yeah. not relatable anymore. And there's a disconnect. And when there's a disconnect with your consumer at this time, can you afford a disconnect? So now they got to reposition themselves, right? Yeah. And that's talking about, once again, adaptability, fluidity, mm-hmm. yep. right? How to pivot. Yep, within your lane. Within your lane. Keep on, keep on moving. Keep on moving. Yeah, yeah. That's a great answer. That was mm. a really good answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really full faceted. Yeah, yeah. All right. So um, the next one uh, was actually from your Instagram page, but uh, what inspires your work? What's up, with that Paul? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, mean some of, we've answered a bit of that already, but yeah, let's, yeah, we'll yeah. crystallize it. Yeah, we'll yeah, crystallize sure. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. 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 that is a, a full full question for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But what inspires our work? I think, I mean, to break it down into a couple things, the first real inspiration was that Sean and I really wanted to build something for ourselves. And so in doing that, I mean, that's what inspired us to kind of like, have our own company, have our own brand, have our own store. But then it was breaking down what that looked like. Mm -hmm. So I think that meant digging a little deeper to what we really wanted to create, what was at the bottom of our hearts and what we wanted to like see to come to life. So in that, I think, you know, it's basically what our motto is, like what our, what our entire like business plan was, was basically building something around denim Workwear, um, and then, I mean, working with ethical practices, sustainability, upcycling, um, and which is the reason we do, like anyone that walks in the door that hasn't been in before, we, we try to kind of explain what we do because we feel like we do have a very different kind of business model. We do have a very different floor format from just a classic brick and mortar retail spot. And so for, you know, the listeners out there that maybe haven't actually been in the, the, the physical store, you know, if you like walk in, like half of the store is maybe uh, the retail component. You'll see a lot of clothes out there, you know, some new, some vintage, some reworked. Um, but you keep walking on and you see like this entire workshop where it's like our drafting tables and our sewing machines, our industrial machines. You see like uh, sewing spools, uh, thread spools like throughout the walls. You keep walking to the end. We have a little bit of a living room, which we're sitting at right now. Um, and then you walk into kind of like the studio kind of where we have like our 
white backdrop and our lights and our cameras and everything. And so we kind of try to like build this whole big picture and this whole place that we can kind of like work inside of. And so for us, it's like, it's retail, it's workshop and it's studio. So the inspiration is just like, how can we build Sean's dream, my dream and really make it one entire sustainable kind of practice to where we can actually like be a viable business and company. So right. I think that was big for us to kind of like try to try to build a place where it wasn't just retail, wasn't just brick and mortar. It was something that we could like be a very different, but very big at the same time, like in our world and, and, and build a dream that, you know, we could be proud of. Hell yeah. Oh, I'm going to, okay. You look very excited. I'm ready. Yes. I think I'm going to try to answer this in seven words. Perfect. Okay, let's see it. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't you just say that, bro? Because I love <laughs> to hear him expand on it. Because like I say, very philosophical. He says yeah. things that I wouldn't think of. Right. This is two sides of the coin. Yes. You see how like he's going to say things. So, okay. Number one. Yes. Balance. Number two, consideration. Number three, expression. Number four, cooperation. Number five, community. This isn't in order of importance, though. All. Number six, family. Number seven, craftsmanship wow i'm gonna say that's what inspires our work here true yeah that's what's up i love it yeah. i love it yeah. man you can put that on shirts yeah. you know? careful we might, might take you up on that man that <laughs> 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 nah, was really well Deepak said Deepak approved yeah 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 <laughs> mayor approved Deepak approved man that's good mm. that was, yeah no that's awesome yeah yeah um now um Damn, that was a lot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you want to expand on the family part of it, actually? For sure. I'm, I'd love to, actually. That'd be my favorite part to expand on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if there was one, because, I mean, family, how you define family is how you define family. Mm. These brothers next to me are my family. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I moved out to Kelowna from Vancouver because of family. You know what I mean? So we could be here to support family. Right. He's here because his fiance, which is family, his family's here. Yeah. Family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We treat people who walk through this door, they become homies, they become family after. Yes. You know what I mean? We take care of our community because that's like family, that's extended family. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So it's like everything from, you know, what you price a shirt at, you take, it's a fair value. Why? Because it's how you take care of your family. You know what I mean? Yeah. We respect people's money because they work. You know, they got to feed their family. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know how, I don't know if I'm getting redundant with it. But when you see it, it's like everything has to do. If you ain't living for your family, mm -hmm. like I'm not, I can't speak for another man. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Or another person. Right. You know what I mean? But I can speak for myself. And I can tell you at this point in life, I live for my family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get up every day and I carry the boats for my family. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. We work hard. We bust our butt out here so we can take care of our family. Yep. Enough said. Huh? Perfect. Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's kind of the philosophy that I try to live as well. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to have a good lifestyle for my grandkids. Exactly. That's what I'm aiming for. Hell yeah. exactly. I don't even have kids yet, but yeah. that's what I'm aiming for. But that's for. the point. You're yeah. already, you already aiming yourself in the direction you need to go so you can be the person you need to be for your family. That's yeah. dope. And we, we, yeah. we, we, we just had a, we, we had a homie stroll by and I'm not going to put his name out there because I respect him and, you know, it's, it's not that it's anything that shouldn't be said. It's just was a personal conversation. And that's one of the things I actually love about Grey Hearts is because of like that cool little nook we have at the front mm -hmm. with all the stools and then this little living room here in the back is that we end up having such great conversations, such like life chats, like, you know, 
like this podcast. Like we get into this kind of shit. Yeah. Often. On the daily. With, yeah. with homies. Like kind of, Pavel knows. Yeah. The mayor knows. Like we sit here late nights. You know. And no, yeah. if you want to have a word, so, go so, for it, man. Sometimes, Do it. sometimes it becomes, you know, sometimes it becomes too much about, uh, sometimes it becomes too much, you know, about just the business aspect of it. But for us, man, like we're so blessed and we're so happy. We have so many people to stroll through here yeah. that we actually like consider family and we have life chats. And, you know, just like what you were touching on is like what you're doing this is because you're doing it for yourself you're doing it for your family and you're doing it for your grandkids right like that's what you're saying and like we just had a homie just like telling us like his story how he's kind of trying to get out of his industry Mm -hmm. because it just wasn't serving him well and it just wasn't serving his lifestyle or the family that he wants to provide and he's not even talking he doesn't even have like in terms of like you know a wife and kids he doesn't have that yet but Mm -hmm. he's telling us like he wants to get out of the industry that he's in right now because he wants to get into a healthier lifestyle he's going back to school yeah so he can be that man that could be deserving of the girl he wants to be that could be deserving of the son he wants to have you know yeah and so like you know son daughter granddad you know like he he wants to be that you Mm -hmm. know and so just like such respect about like the family he wants to have and he's he's calling that out now yeah. in his life, you know. He's calling that out now in his life, just like you're saying. Yeah, man. You know, like to to, oh. to have that intuition, have that foresight, mm. to have that wisdom, yeah. man. To have that at a young age, yeah, discernment, is special, man. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, discern discernment, what direction yeah. you're going already, and That's why. That's pretty cool, you Purpose. know. So we were just giving him props, and just like I'll give you props right now, yeah, you know, like that's Thank pretty you. that's pretty smart and yeah. pretty special yeah. to be that because there's to not a lot it. of people out there that that really have that intuition and mm-hmm. discernment, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So it's cool. That's good. It's respectable. Yeah, well, I mean, yep. I'll just give you a little brief uh, thing here. I mean, like, my family was, there's a lot of, like, love in my family, but there's also a lot of turmoil in my family. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to, like, create a space for when I'm older so that uh, my kids can grow up in a more peaceful environment and their kids could grow up in a more peaceful yep. environment than I did. You yep. know what I mean? So um, I'm trying to think about the long term in all of this, yep. you know? Big picture. Yeah, I'm trying not to, like, create any, have any family trauma um, that may have happened in the past come through me and then mm-hmm. just continue on within our generations. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's dope. Yeah. If I can yeah, say anything about you, deal. Deepak, like, you know, like I don't know you super well, but the few and awesome interaction we've had, like, dude, you are a man. Like you're, you're, you're <laughs> Thank you. you know, like I don't want to, like, it's, yeah, it's not, I don't even want to say you're the man. It's like, you're a man. Like you like, you don't, you, you do so well at just being so composed, genuine, professional, genuine. Appreciate And that. just Thank like, you. you know, like the way you speak to people, the yeah. way you honor people, the way you like have taken us you know, and 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 said like you want to do something with us. The the, the, the just the way you, just the way you yeah. yeah the way you came about it. Everything about you, man, is is super dope. And Appreciate I can that. tell that you're you're gonna do you're great well on your things. Way. Yeah, you're well on your way. I'm yeah. trying my man. best. Hey, man, that's, nice. bro, that's what it so is, that's though, dope, man. Trying your best, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Little side yeah. of funny. I remember my mom telling me, "He's like, when you were a kid, you know what used to make you mad? I used to get so mad as a kid." Mama, why can't everyone just do their best? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, like simple ain't easy. I get it. But as a kid, I didn't quite get it yet. And I was like, mm. why can't everyone just do their best? Yeah. Just do their best, it's in, the be- in everything. Like, yeah. if we're playing soccer, why are you quitting, dog? Do you know best. what I mean? Like, do your best. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. when you when you, when you you walk down the street, like, stand up straight, do your best. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You go to work, clock in, do your best. Yeah. You know what I mean? S- same shit, man. And so we can appreciate when we see someone 
doing their best, man. That's mm -hmm. champ life. Thank you. That's what champ life is, man. Welcome to the champ life. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to be doing this with you guys because yeah. you guys are killing it with your actions, right? Mm. You guys aren't just like speaking for the sake of speaking to and look good so or this cheap, or that. Isn't it? This, yeah. So cheap. Yeah. You, know? you guys are making it work and you guys have great energy. You guys have uh, awesome heads on your shoulders. And, uh, you know, I'm, I think it's, I think it's really attractive. That's why everybody likes coming in here. Cause you guys are all very genuine people. Mm -hmm. I don't know you very well yet. I don't actually know Appreciate you two very that. well yeah. yet. Okay. I'll stop. We got, we got, we got, we got to introduce uh, Pavel. Introduce yourself, <laughs> sir. Introduce yeah, yourself. Throat. <laughs> well, first of all, my name is Pavel. Some call me a uh, NDP. <laughs> New day, Pavel. Pavel the mayor. But uh, most importantly, uh, Sean and uh, Sean and Paul. Some of them know as uh, Sean and Paul. <laughs> it's a big deal, actually. That's not a joke. No, uh, these guys actually lived my dream. You know, um, in one of the ways to describe these guys, if you ever go to a barber shop, and if you ever felt that the barber or the stylist is actually like the psychiatrist, so it helps you out. Yes. In a way that you need. You don't have to be buying something if you are respectful. You walk through the shop, and you'll walk out a better person. You know what I mean? It might be fashioned. It might be an idea. It might be me, who actually had two stores in Kelowna, one store in Vancouver. Uh, not to brag. I've done some community work. But now, Grey Hearts is a bigger picture. So uh, Sean and Paul and a few other individuals that are part of this movement, actually helping out the bigger idea, the bigger picture. Mm. We like our own government. We help the other government. Nice. So we the urban government helping out the movement and the culture, you know? Yeah. UBCO, uh, Okanagan College, basketball courts, playgrounds, murals, um, any activism towards uh, racial, uh, you know, equality. Let's get it. Yeah. I'm out, baby. Let's get <laughs> Yeah. Hey, hey, you know what, by the way, Kobe Bryant, one day late. It's Kobe Day still. Let's go. It's always Kobe Day. Yes, sir. Yeah. Mamba mentality. Yeah. Mamba Couple words about. Yeah. 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 That's that yeah. champ life. That's that do your yeah. best. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Thank yeah. you very much. Hey. That was excellent. Damn. Damn. <laughs> a couple of words about Pavel. He's been with us like from the beginning. He's been a homie that as soon as we opened the doors, you know, Sean knew him from a bit of, bit before then, but he just made sure to like step in and be like, yo, I love what you're doing. And since then he's just been on board and been on the team and just family. Like he's just like mm -hmm. been with family it. again. And yeah. like, and, and not only like someone who's just been like supporting and like, you know, talking the talk, but he's been walking the walk. A lot of the stuff that you see in the shop is like Pavel approved, yeah. Pavel worked, he's been reworking it. Yeah, so so he's he, he's actually been doing a lot in shop for us as well, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll say it for you, you know, during the time when we started doing mass, and this is how we talked about, if we're going to get a little bit deeper into, I know we're jumping back real quick, sure. but you know, cause we talked Pavel real quick. One of the things was instrumental. His mom's got a, she's a seamstress and they got a shop in West Kelowna. Right. So what was huge is when we started doing the masks, the demand was so high. It got out of hand. It got out of hand. But thing is, is we talked to Pavel, you know? And so what we did is 
their shop became a satellite of our shop. We mm. worked together. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Everything. They weren't yeah. in business. Doors were closed. Yeah. Lights were off. Yeah. Everyone was at home. Yeah. No government. Wow. And so what happened is what we were able to do is not only through this movement, we we're able to keep our lights on and keep our doors open. We're able to help good businesses in our community put their lights on. Wow. Open their doors up. Like say when we're when we're when we're you know making thousands of masks, you know, wasn't like, us. We need help. Yeah, and we needed the help. And yeah. we and yeah. that's a yeah, yeah again not a PR. But that's move, what you, you know what like the thing that was, is that, that's just local economy. And you yeah. want to talk about one of the things we learned in pandemic? We learned about what it means to build a local economy. Yeah, like yeah, you said, yeah. when you start governing yourselves, and also we start working with other people to get that money. You know what I mean? When it's like, okay, cool, shits hit the fan. We can do this together. We can get paid. You can get paid. Let's get paid together. We yeah. open our doors. We become bigger. Let's overcome because, together. Yeah, because when the city locks down or an area locks down, you don't got access to the outside now. So are you able to be self-reliant and sustainable within your region? And if you can figure out a way to do that, that means on lockdown, we're still not locked down. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like we yeah. still were free to do what we do here. And the mass that... His mother sold for us, got sent as far as Paris, France. Wow. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, we're sending this stuff to New York, L.A., San Francisco, Paris. And shout out to Patricia, Paul's mom, same thing. She, once again, I told you he was generations deep. She's got a shop out in Medicine Hat. Same thing. One side was producing masks for donation, one side for sale. You know what I'm saying? Both of them, now they paid their mortgage. Both of them are making money. And you know what? We talk once again. What's that? Family. Mm-hmm. We took care of family first. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's still like, you kidding me? Both of them are instrumental in our business plan. We wouldn't be where we are today mm-hmm. without the support of those like family members. Straight up. It's all about family, man. Yeah. Back to that. You know? Well said. Yeah. That was really well said. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I had one more question yes. for you guys. Yep. Uh, what do you think Kelowna's love for local does for streetwear? <laughs> what do you think Kelowna's love for local does for streetwear? Yeah. Mike? Yeah. You want me to take Couple. a step? Yeah, yeah. Step, 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 step. I'll take a hit at it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I'll get on this. And I think that's a fully loaded question yes. for sure as well. Fully but loaded. Yeah, yes. really yes. good question. Like, very mm-hmm. intricate question. Shout out to Subtle. Yeah. Subtle for hitting up with uh, yeah. some 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 knowledge on that. Yeah, yeah he's Kyle. definitely. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely want to want to put us on our toes on that question. Yeah, yeah. I think I Got think you, I think it's it's you have to look at it a couple different ways. Like so, what is what does it mean to love local to support mm-hmm. local, mm-hmm. and then what does it mean to me? The way I see that question is, what does it mean to also love streetwear? And do those clash or do they coincide or is there a balance and a way to kind of make those both work? Um, so I think that's a, a good question because I think supporting local, which you you kind of said before, is so important in this community and Kelowna is so good at. Mm-hmm. But there also needs to be quality. Mm-hmm. So to me, local is important, but it has to be hand in hand with quality. Mm-hmm. So if there's somebody else that's doing it better and it's not local, I'm going to choose quality, Mm -hmm. you know? But if there's someone doing local that I can support and I think it's dope, I'm going to go for it, of course. 
but to me it you know and 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 just because it's local doesn't mean it's a local brand maybe it's a local business that's rocking other brands you know, you're still they could supporting all be made in china but it's a local you're business. still supporting a local business yeah. so that the you know that that how do you define question, how do you define that yeah. you know but in terms of like what we talked about before in where Kelowna's at in the fashion world and maybe not being like super like fashion Mecca, you know, understandably, I think if you can push the boundaries in a lot of different ways and you can be progressive in fashion, you should, because I think that's needed everywhere. Just like art in general, Mm -hmm. you need to be pushing boundaries. You need to be evoking emotion. You need people to be questioning what's up. You know, you need people to be uncomfortable with maybe what they see or who other people are. I think that's important for the culture. Yeah. You know, I think that's dope. Um, and if your local environment can't sustain that, can't give that to you, I don't think it's a bad thing to jump outside of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you should be stuck in between that or in inside that box. Mm. You know, so I think it doesn't have to just be that. I think it can be both. I think they can coincide. I think you can take a lot of local shit and make it dope within your, you know, local kind of community. But I think sometimes you have to be the progressor. You have to be the one in your local environment that's saying like, hey, guess what? You're not all that. Or we could do more. Or this is what this looks like. Or be more. Or get more. Or the value proposition isn't there. Just because you're local doesn't mean you can can slack and cut corners and I'm just going to co-sign it because you're local. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My money's worth something still. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. So I'm not just going to buy into local because it's local. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna buy into local because it's local and I think it's badass. Yeah, yeah. you know. But if it's and not, we got local badass artists. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. but dope. if it's not, I'm not yep. gonna I'm not mm. gonna sign off on it. Uh, I'm not gonna say yeah. yeah, I'm about it. Yeah. So I'm not gonna be apologetic yeah. if you're local, but it's half assed. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know. He just looks and like I mean, a homer. And that's a and, yeah, and that's right? accountability to us yeah. too, though, yeah, yeah. right? Because like we're local, mm. so it's like how do we keep moving forward? How do we keep being progressive and being on top of our game? You know, if we're setting that standard of expecting from other people, you know, we can't be expecting people to be coming at us and being like, oh, yeah, I just want to buy some because you're local. It's like, I want you to buy some because you like it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's fucking dope that we're local. Yeah. But I want you to come in here and buy some because you yeah, want to earn that it, shit. Yeah, yeah, you know? of course. So I think yeah. that's kind of how you I don't see want it. a handicap sale, man. No, like, just man. It's like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? When I say like handicapped, yeah. it's like, yo, 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 just because we're local. Come buy this off us. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And you're doing it. It's like a charity sale. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're in it for. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it this way. You know, like he was saying, the value proposition, you know what I mean? Quality. We don't want to compromise it. But I think it's interesting because there's such a love for local in Kelowna that to us, we take that as a responsibility. True. You know what I mean? It's like we're like, yo, you're showing us love. We're gonna show you why that love is put in the right place. And I think when the specific question of streetwear. The way we see it is, is like, okay, you got love for local. We want to earn your love properly. You know what I mean? With value and quality. And when we earn your love, then we're able to show you streetwear brands that maybe you would have never looked at before because now we have your trust. And I think if we're going to go into the process between brand, retailer, and consumer, Mm -hmm. one of the big things is you, you can't truly sell somebody on something or show them something. You can show them. Cool. But until you earn their trust, what do you expect from them? And so for Paul and I, what's always been the most important is we're going to earn your trust. And once we earn your trust, we're going to show you some streetwear brands that, you know what? 
we probably have some, and we take pride in bringing in local dope stuff that you go, oh shit, there's dope shit being done here in Kelowna. There's dope shit being done in Vancouver. This is dope shit. Just right? falls back. Yeah. Just falls back to that quick story about that gentleman who came in here and like walked away with the pair of pants. Mm-hmm. You know, like he wouldn't have even tried on the pants if we didn't earn his trust yeah. prior That's to that. True. The yeah. conversation, yeah. the comfortability that he had mm-hmm. in the shop, yeah. he wouldn't have got to that position, that point where he actually put the pants on and then never took them yeah. off. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't have got there without the trust. Yeah. You know, so we want to build the trust first. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, if you're good at your job, you know, if you're doing your best, yeah. you know, like you're exactly. actually, yeah. you know, you're going to recognize what this guy needs, yep. you know? And, and you we're want not trying, to recognize yeah, what we're not he trying needs. To put, yeah. Yeah. We're not trying to put people in like clothes that they're not going to Just because we want to sell good them. them. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. So many times we've just been like, you know oh. what? I like that outfit, but I don't know if it's about you. Like, that's I don't not know. you. That's not you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the silhouette's not right. Like yeah. maybe like, I love this on an oversized yeah. for myself, yeah. but maybe you're not like, you're not feeling the oversized on you. Like, and that's all good. You know, like, so- and I mean, not every sale is a good sale. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. So it falls into yeah. so many categories, and streetwear is just one of them. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And streetwear, it's like we're all about it. We definitely want to be part of that Sorry, because streetwear is dope. Yeah. I just have this one thing about fashion people: streetwear. Okay, I get it. Runway versus streetwear. But you wear that shit on the street. Is it not streetwear now? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, what is not? You're saying it's urban? Is it like what's what the hell streetwear? As yeah, soon as I right. walk out my door in it, is it not streetwear? You know, like <laughs> good restaurants, you know. There's also shady restaurants. <laughs> but I mean, but you know, like, exactly. So I mean, so I mean, to me, the proper terminology yeah. is ready yeah. to wear, right? Yes, that's a, is ready see, to wear. You can, can tell he's got a fashion education. <laughs> yeah. That's so. So that's RTW. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, runway and couture, yeah. and then ready, ready to, to wear. wear. And ready to wear is like, are you ready to wear it? Like, yeah. are you ready to wear it today? Like, is it in your closet? Can you grab it? Are you ready to wear it? Yeah. That's streetwear. And then people are just taking streetwear because there's like cool fashion blogs and like people out there that are saying like this is street and this is we what's just don't up. want people to think we're only talking about streetwear, urban wear. Like yeah, for fashion us, trend as blogs, a local you know, love, like, any brand that's ready to wear, like we're sitting here and we earn your love. You know what I mean? If we if we earn your love by treating you as we feel you deserve to be treated, like we'd like to be treated. Yeah, that's ethics and values. You know, once we get to that point with you. We would love to introduce you to things that we feel that you can relate to and meet your needs. Mm-hmm. Put you in some ready to wear, some work that wear. we that meet your needs based on the communications we've had with you. Yeah. Period. 100%. And we feel that you will find value in this for your hard earned dollars. Period. You know what I mean? There ain't nothing else to say. That's that's what it is. You honor their time. You honor the work they put in. You honor them. Right. That's the process. And you do that. And then you let the chips fall where they may. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Period. Yeah. The mirror's right there. How you look. Don't you like it when you look a little taller? You know what I mean? Don't you like the way your woman's smiling at you right now? There you go. You know what I mean? If that and if you don't like that, cool. Don't get that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, just how we like, do Maybe touch on uh you have more local streetwear shops, more inspiration and more local fashion. It's more for us, more for culture. More away from Amazon fashion. Yes. More away from the Orchard Park Mall. Yeah. Shout out to Orchard and, Park Mall. And, and taking away, <laughs> and taking away uh, unnecessary uh, funds for, you know, very small uh, square footage. Culture vultures, man. We, yeah, yeah, no, you of know, course. They're taking away from us. And we've seen what happened in the 
Mercedes. So we're putting in the work. The world yeah. in places like Germany or, or Japan. So let's hope for the better culture and maybe better use of commercial space and uh, real estate. Well yes, said. Yeah. Damn, the, ma- the mayor's wisdom. in town. Just dropping wisdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's really it is, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. really what it is, right? Yeah. But no, I, hopefully that, I think, answers the question. I think it's just deep because what does it mean local? How do you define your community? How do you earn their love? And how does that translate to what people wear and the brands they support? Yeah, exactly. And, and that's really deep because then it's like, there's one thing we were talking about before, um, like big, big box brands. They're not local, but yet, tell me this. Why did Markswick Warehouse win top men's retailer of the year on Kelowna's best best of Kelowna? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like Kelowna will support local, and they love to. However, when a consumer has to go meet a need, and they have X amount of dollars to spend, they're going to go where they know that meet, need can be met, yeah, and that they can rely on it, that they trust the brand, they trust the experience. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the bottom line. Yeah. Right. Or else Markswork Warehouse wouldn't win. No, of course. Right. And the thing is, so that's very understandable. Yet at the same time, this community is the most supportive community I've ever seen. So you give them reason to come bring their dollars to you and you reciprocate the love. They're going to they're going to take care of you. It's going to happen. Yeah. They're going to take care of you and they're yeah. going to show you mad love. Yeah. And so what does that mean for streetwear? I'm going to put it like this. Bottom line. Yo, if you earn the love of your community in Kelowna, they're going to embrace the clothing that you have for them to wear in the street. There you and go. <laughs> period. <laughs> <laughs> That's a drop the mic moment right there. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Damn. Um, I don't really have very many, very many other questions for you guys. Nice. Uh, I, a lot of, a lot of your values show through a, pretty much all your answers in the same way. It keeps coming back full circle. And to me, that speaks on your integrity as, you know, as people, not just, you know, like business owners or whatever, but as people. And I really respect that about you guys. Appreciate you. Yeah. And um, before I wrap this up, did you guys have any questions for me at all? I got a question for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was just going to say, be like, I I remember watching your last, one of your last posts and you had just mentioned that you were going to get a lot more particular about your podcast and because I know for a while you were kind of just pumping them out and just pushing out like a lot of podcasts which is great because it's building obviously your traction and your content, yeah. and your content mm-hmm. and your 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 fan base and your your people but what does that mean like what what was the kind of turning point there where you're kind of like looking to scale it down or maybe prioritize I don't know what's that look like or what does that mean yeah, what's, what's being more particular mean to you damn that's a crazy question all right mm. so um the, the main basis of this is that I would find that I would just, I used to, okay, so a couple of years ago when I was really full-fledged with a podcast, and yeah. that's when I started it, I would do two episodes a week. Cool. And I found that- It's my, actually a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I would, and I would, and I would so often- editing even, and all that? Yeah, yeah. Editing all of it, um, creating the artwork for yeah. it and everything. And so it was just a lot. And what I would find is that my priority would shift from, instead of it being, this is a dope person to get on here, it's more of like, this is a person that's available to fill in the slot, mm. right? And so I would just find that I was compromising my own quality of in- or integrity of quality um, just to get the number out there. You know For what the, I mean? The quantity yeah. of it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so and so and then I was finding like, like this time there is just there's a lot of people out here that do really dope shit, but I'm just also I'm just kind of like. Um, I want to make sure that I get people that other people are very interested in seeing, right? Yeah. Um, 
And, and so I, I know that people love having, uh, having you guys around. People love your shop and everything. And so I figured you guys are a great group of people to talk to mm. and, uh, Appreciate and everything, you. right? Yeah. And so I just want to make sure that I get people that I know uh, would be interesting to talk to. They have, um, they have a great idea. They have a great execution to it. And I just want to make sure that it's fun and interesting for me, yeah. the person that I'm talking to, and everybody listening. Oh, man, we had a blast. Yeah, thank you for, for being oh, a part man, of all man. this. Thank oh, you for man, your patience, man. Good, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. I know it took a moment, you know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. no worries. We're, we're, we're saving these couches. We had these things warmed up for you. Appreciate sometimes we that. talk, sometimes we get going, and we just get excited. So I hope we didn't just yeah, yeah. like blah, rant blah, too blah. hard. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this guy can get going. It's all good. You guys have been you guys have been very real. You guys have been great. Uh, I hope that answers that question. Hundred percent. No, that's dope, man. I'm, I'm, we're pumped for you. We're excited to see kind of where your podcast and just even where you go in mm-hmm. the future. And yeah, happy to know you, man. Happy to get to know you a little yeah. more in the near future. Yeah. Thank you, both of you. I'm so happy to know you guys yeah. and and do oh, all this. You yeah. know, it means a lot to me. And I always uh, and I always leave these kinds of interviews just feeling like next level, totally higher yeah. level than I, when I walked yeah. in. It's I vibrate a little bit higher. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You guys definitely are that energy oh, for buddy, sure. No, so. we all bring it here. That's one thing. Okay, you know what I'm gonna say to you right now. One thing about Greyhearts, what's crazy is that we got the most quality people. They come here. And they share their energy here. Yeah. And the thing is, when they share their energy here, I swear, some of it stays here. It stays, And we come and it continues to build. Yeah. And and we continue to vibrate higher because quality people like yourself. Seeps into the walls. Y'all come and you share it with us. Mm -hmm. And we we grow together. You know what I mean? And you don't, when you leave, your energy don't leave. I swear, man, this stuff stays here and we keep building on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. And that's kind of why I also do this podcast too. Cause like I might pass away. I will pass away one day. You guys will pass away one day, but these stories will always be here and the energy True, will man. always be yeah. here every time you listen to it. Yeah, yeah, real you know? talk. So that's yeah. going to be, that's crazy. Our family members will be able to hear yeah. it long family, after dog. we're gone. See, Hell yeah. yeah. Back to family. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. The when energy you keep full circle. What does that say? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So, oh, I forgot to ask you one question. What does gray hearts mean? And where did that come from? <laughs> Damn. Oh, Damn. Just one question. How long is this podcast, bro? We'll put it real quick. Man. Yeah, nah, yeah, you yeah. got it. You got, the, got, you, you one, got it man. down yeah, pretty yeah. good by now. Because like, to be honest with you, like gray hearts is gray is balance. Mm. You know what I mean? You got the light, you got the dark, you put them two together. We get, you get gray. Yeah. So balance. And was that not one of my, when I said, what was one of the first things I said? I said balance. Yeah. And then the second one, heart, passion what we do we balanced our passions dog we put them together and we built from it beautifully put gray hearts yeah 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 that was beautiful uh, pretty much man uh, yeah yeah uh, we That's- got it to that point when you a little, a little branding or marketing tip for everybody out there anyone who's listening trying to brand let me tell you one thing you try to get that shit condensed into like like one statement you know what i mean and if you can crystallize what you're doing into one statement you know you're focused. When you got to sit there and ramble on, you ever talk to somebody? I bet you have. And you ask them, what's this mean? And they're sitting there and they're talking to you nonstop about what that shit meant. And you're sitting there like, okay, damn. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It, it ain't crystallized in their mind yet. No. And if it ain't crystallized in their mind yet, what are they supposed to do off it? Mm-hmm. They ain't even crystallized on what they're doing yet. Right. So you know what I'm saying? So long story short, yeah, our shit's crystallized and we balanced our passions and, and we're implementing it. And that's what Greyhearts is. Yeah. Well said. That, that was very well said. 100%. 
Yeah. Um, where can people find you guys? What uh, What are your socials and, and, and your website? Shit. Well, greatheartsdenim.ca. Y'all can check us out. That's the website. Guarantee we're going to have more blogs up there. You can find the fucking drips up there. You know what I mean? You get the swag, the items, the lifestyle. You come check us out, Greyhearts Denim, at Greyhearts Denim on IG. You can check us out there. Our stories go wild. You know what I mean? We got crazy visuals, you know? That's what it is. And then, I mean, on the personals, you, you want to put your personal out there, dog? Hell no. <laughs> but we're on Pandozi Street, 1615 Pandozi Street. You can come check us out downtown Kelowna. You can catch us out in the middle of the street tossing football, you know what I mean? Barbecues, you know what I mean? Yeah. Having drinks, you know what I mean? Totally. Feeding we're always, the community. Best way to connect with us is yeah. please just pop in. Mm-hmm. Let us know you heard the podcast. Yeah. Share Shout out name. for the Culture Canada. You yeah. know what I mean? Y'all come through with that. Check us out online. You check us out in shop, man. Yeah. Love to see you in person. Yeah, Love yeah. to connect, connect that way. Yeah. I think that's the best one for us. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. And you can find For the Culture Canada at For the Culture Canada on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. He's and got YouTube all the as credentials, well. man. Man, I got. Twitter is so underrated, by the way. Buddy. That's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. We haven't been on, you know what I mean? We've just, been more just IG. Just so busy. Yeah, <laughs> website. You guys have real That's life another. to live. <laughs> Forget Twitter, man. You guys have real life to yeah, live. Yeah, I'm scared I'll be getting on rants. Paul be having to like I can't. Censor. I can't afford this guy to get on Twitter, man. <laughs> I got to fucking censor this guy on Twitter. He's like, man, we got, enough, we got enough shit to do, man. Yeah, I can't be censoring this guy on Twitter next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, damn, man. Yeah, no. Personal yeah, no, no, we're gonna skip that one. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> baby. <laughs> perfect, perfect. And uh, thank you to everybody that's been listening. Uh, appreciate it a lot. And if you made it to the end, let us know. Drop us uh, some DMs or whatever. If you had a favorite moment, let us all know. And uh, leave a review for the podcast as well, good or bad. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and drop a like. Thank you so much. Have a good rest of your day, y'all. Bye. <laughs>